بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم My dear brothers and sisters السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته uh, I pray that Allah has give, given you and I and all of us his ni'mah, barakah and all the amazing blessings of the day of Jum'ah. We make dua that Allah increases it for us. Say Ameen. It's a blessed day indeed. Jum'ah is the most blessed day of all the, all the days for a Muslim. Today, I would like to talk about power and honor. The topic of my discussion today is about power and honor. Allah Azza wa Jal says in Surah 3 verse 26, قُلِ اللَّهُمَّ مَالِكَ الْمُلْكِ تُؤْتِ الْمُلْكَ مَا تَشَى وَتَنْزِعُ الْمُلْكَ مِمَّنْ تَشَى وَتُعِزُّ مَنْ تَشَى وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ تَشَى بِأَدِكَ الْخَيْرِ إِنَّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ Say, O Allah, Lord of all power, you grant power unto whom you will, and you take away power from whom you will. And you honor whom you will, and you abase whom you will. If you're in your hand is all good, you have power over all things. My brothers and sisters, it's a very powerful verse to reflect and think about. Allah is Malik al-Mulk, the Lord of all power. Lord of all dominion, Lord of all sovereignty, Lord of everything. He is Malik al-Mulk. It is important to recognize that. So this verse begins by asking you and I, say, قُلْ Say, قُلِ اللَّهُمَّ مَالِكَ الْمُلْكِ تُؤْتِ الْمُلْكَ مَنْ Say, Allah is, you are, Ya Allah, the power, Lord of all power. And you give power to whom you like and you take away power from whom you like. You honor whom you like and you dishonor whom you like. Bi'adika al-khayr, in your hand lies all good. Inna ka'ala kulli shayin qadir, verily you have power over everything. In fact, you have the power to will over everything. Not just the power, but to will power over everything. So Allah says, be, and that becomes power. Becomes power. For Allah is source of all power. Now, brothers and sisters, the background to this verse is very important. Ibn Abbas عن, and Anas ibn Malik عن, both of them have reported when Prophet conquered Mecca and promised his nation the kingdoms of Pasha and Byzantium, the hypocrites and the Jewish people who were opposing the Prophet of Allah at that time said, how far-fetched, how far-fetched is this bizarre idea? How on earth can Muhammad conquer the kingdoms of Persia and Byzantium? They are too mighty and strong for that. Are Mecca and Medina not enough for Muhammad that he wishes the kingdom of Persia and Byzantium? So Allah revealed, Say, 
Say, Allah is the source of all power. When people were saying, Muhammad, you're imagining Persia and the Byzantium to fall under your feet. How is it possible? How absurd, how far-fetched. Prophet did not have to reply. Allah revealed these verses, answering the questions those people had raised, or the doubts they were spreading. In another narration, Muhammad ibn Abdul Aziz al-Marwazi informs us on a report from Qatada, who says, it was mentioned to us that the Prophet of Allah requested Allah to grant his nation the kingdom of Persia and Byzantium. So Allah revealed the following verses. He says, the context of the revelation offer, offers deeper and more contemporary understanding of this verse. It shows how the absolute belief that the source of all power and honor rests with Allah alone could drive people to the pursuit of ultimate justice, adl, ultimate excellence, ihsan, and ultimate compassion, rahmah. A Muslim's goal should not be to gain power, my brothers and sisters. Muslim's goal should not be to desire honor, but it should be to deliver justice, excellence, and compassion for all people at every level of people and every level of society, public or private. When we as Muslims have delivered these essential features of Islam, adli wal ihsan and compassion, rahmah, the features of Islam, power and honor would naturally f follow from both of these, mandated by people who would entrust you with power who would entrust you with honor. And Allah, the Lord of power, will also honor you power with power and honor. You and I have to do what is most important, to deliver the essential features of Islam. The essential features of Islam are justice, adl, ihsan, excellence, and compassion for all people in all parts of the world. Allah would give it to you and I when we are deserving of it. Allah alone could drive people, this belief in Allah alone could drive people to doing this. My brothers and sisters, Blessed Prophet of Allah وسلم, was leading the people of Arabia to a new dawn. He began his mission alone in a wild terrain of the Middle East with a single message of unity of Allah. He, un he invited people to embrace Allah as one and only with no partners, no associates. Allah is absolute, eternal, omnipotent, omniscient and omnipresent and completely unique. And he didn't have to complicate this message. One verse was enough. Allah revealed Surah Al-Ikhlas to define that unique message for the people of the world. Qul huwa Allahu ahad, Allahu samad. You know the surah? Of course you do. 
لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد الله اكبر الله اكبر وان سوره with barely four verses completely gives the uniqueness of this message to a people who are not used to this unity of purpose unity of mission and unity of belief they were not used to it allah is one say qul huwa allahu ahad allah is one allah samad he is eternal the uncaused cause of all beings he is the uncaused cause of all beings in other words he did not need a cause to exist he existed and he will continue existing lam yalid wa lam yulad he had no father no mother no partners and he has no children either wa lam yakun lahu kufuwan ahad and there is nothing comparable to allah azza wa jalla my brothers and sisters in this message there is a profound weighty and an overwhelming shift in the philosophy of life a belief system that there is nothing that could be compared with allah thus precluding any possibility of describing or defining allah consequently the quality of his being is beyond the range of human comprehension or imagination which also explains why any attempt in depicting allah using means of figurative representation even abstract symbols are completely and utterly disallowed in islam my son was doing the 99 names of allah as he's studying at the moment and he came to the name this one the one that we're talking about allah is absolute and eternal and he said to understand this my dad it is impossible for me to explain and understand it with my little brain accepting allah is eternal and absolute is enough he existed and he will always exist there is nothing like him in his innocent little mind that was enough we need to understand allah from that perspective when you understand allah like this power and honor come from allah makes absolute sense when you have dilution in your belief in allah you look for power and honor in else and other places you look at human beings for power and honor you look at other entities for power and honor you look at other powerful things around you for power and honor but you never get it this belief created amongst the sahaba his followers then and today and until yawm al-qiyamah uniformity in belief and practice unambiguous moral and ethical parameters impeccable personal characteristics genuine social responsibility my brothers and sisters his mission may have been perceived as mission impossible by people around him but within 23 years his mission was so successful that it had reached and transformed people and society not just in makkah and medina but beyond his followers were able to take islam to far east of asia in the modern day countries such as indonesia and malaysia and bring islam to the far western shores of european continent into spain and portugal as well as the land in between and africa and the northern hemisphere 
his companions were able to take the message to the furthest parts of the world because they were transformed by this message that power and honor comes from Allah, nobody else. Transformation took place. My brothers and sisters, the Blessed Prophet of Allah وسلم, and his companions knew that while they believe in the clear message, they are also duty bound to go and make it happen in their society. Not just believe in Allah and say subhanallah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, allahu akbar and confine themselves in a mosque. No, none of that. But go out, go out and spread across the world. Spread this message of uniqueness of Allah to the furthest corner of this earth. So they were inspired, they were roused, they were excited and they were given this message to deliver. And what was the message that they were told to deliver? Not just the words. Of course, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah would be the starting point for everybody. But there has to be a practical manifestation of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah in society. So Allah says in the Quran, what should that manifestation be? Allah orders you to be just, to be excellent and be good to your fellow human beings through compassion and charity and stand against shamelessness, evil and wicked transgression. Allah makes the real manifestation of La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, with clear mandates. Go and deliver justice. If you believe in Allah being the source of power, go and deliver justice. Go and deliver excellence. Go and deliver compassion. Stand against evil and shamelessness and transgression. Go and do it if you do. If you deliver, Allah will give you power. Allah will give you honor. If you don't deliver, Allah will take it away from you. Allah will take it away from you. Allah will take it away from you like he took it away from people who came before you. My brothers and sisters, Prophet Muhammad worked very hard to free humanity from subjugation and injustice. He worked tirelessly to ensure justice, excellence and compassion prevailed. And what, guess what happened? People entrusted the beloved Prophet of Allah وسلم, and his companions with leadership, with authority and honor. Allahu Akbar. People entrusted them with authority and power and honor because they delivered on the message of Allah Allah's Prophet Muhammad وسلم, in his last sermon as he was standing in front of the companions he said tell me have I delivered they all said Ya Rasulullah we are witnesses that you have surely delivered we are witnesses you have delivered Prophet of Allah وسلم, delivered the message the message of justice excellence and compassion and therefore Allah gave them leadership authority and trust they became the Muslims who were leading. They became the true examples of Islam because their hallmark was justice, 
excellence and compassion. My brothers and sisters, it was Allah who honored the Muslims and gave them power. But when Muslims left their religion and abandoned the core values that defined them as Muslims, they were disempowered and they began to experience dishonor. And in today, indeed, we experience disempowerment and dishonor left, right, and center. My brothers and sisters, if you want to see a change in the world, if you want to see honor returning, if you want to see power returning, not just believe in the words of Allah, go and practice it. May Allah make it easy for us to understand this verse and practice it. And may Allah honor us again and make us a people who are powerful and who are able to deliver on justice, excellence and compassion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا حبيبنا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا أما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل اللهم مالك الملك تؤتي الملك من تشاء وتنزع الملك ممن تشاء وتعز من تشاء وتذل من تشاء بأدك الخير إنك على كل شيء قدير Say O oh Allah Lord of all power You grant power unto, unto whom you will and you take away power from whom you will You honor whom you will and you abase whom you will. In your hand is all good. Verily, you have the power to will anything. My brothers and sisters, I was talking about how we have become a people who want power, but in return are not willing to do anything for the power and the honor that we so desire and we feel we so deserve. And yet, if you look around the world today, let's talk about the troubled spots. In fact, let's forget about the troubled spots. Let's talk about one spot, Muslims in China. The Uyghur Muslims who has been terribly oppressed and tortured by Chinese government for years, kept in concentration camps, dehumanized. They're being given the Islamization training program, so they no longer can be Muslims. There are 1.8 billion Muslims in the world. If all Muslims of the world said to the Chinese government, we are boycotting your products from tomorrow, Chinese government would be on its knees begging you and me for mercy and allowing Muslims of Uyghur region to get back to their homes from those concentration camps. 1.8 billion Muslims today. Each and every one of us could choose to boycott Chinese products from tomorrow in protest. Forget about the legitimate, illegitimate regimes and despots of the Muslim world. Forget those corrupt rulers of the Muslim world. Forget them. 
they will have their destiny determined in this dunya and in the hereafter just watch what about you and me you want power you want change but you don't want to do anything about it you still want your Chinese product because it's cheap and it's cheerful and it does your job but you don't want to protest against China for it is its human rights against Muslims in its own doorstep now brothers and sisters it doesn't work like that the blessed Prophet of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was born in a society steeped in moral ignorance, social inequality, political disparity, and mindless violence. The nations around him were dominated by a group of people who vehemently rejected Allah, while there were another group of people who were abusing Allah to justify their own decadence. Both groups were fixated by their own interest, their own power, their own desire for fame, and making lots of money. Their ego and arrogance was dominating the global discourse. Greed and exploitation were their daily currency. Violence, death and destruction were their tools for remaining in power. It was then, and it is still today. You don't have to go very far to see the abject poverty in which Muslims live and the terrible plight of Muslims in most Muslim-majority countries. Rulers remain in power forever. In fact, they doctor elections to justify their positions in power. They declare overwhelming majority of the country's population have voted for them, and they take all the parliamentary seats through democratic ballots which they steal the night before. And they consider this to be acceptable. And the Muslims of those countries stay silent, zipped mouth, as if nothing is happening. Why, do you know? because they think it won't be them. It's somebody else whose father has been tortured. It's somebody else's nephew who has been kidnapped. It's somebody else's votes that has been stolen. It's somebody else's problem. It's never going to be mine. That's what they think. That's what they think. Until it becomes theirs, they wake up and realize, oh no. Until they wake up and realize, oh no, I should have done something about it. My brothers and sisters, the Blessed Prophet of Allah was able to usher in people's hearts and minds the true thirst for serving humanity through justice, excellence and compassion. In today's world, we're witnessing a woeful rise of all forms of malice, all forms of ill and evil led by people's own desire to be powerful, to make more money and have more influence. Just like the days of ignorance, we call it Iyam Jahiliya. No difference to today. Today, the message of Islam is more needed than ever before. It is the teachings of justice, excellence and compassion that can bring humanity from the depth of despair and give light of hope and a better future. <laughs> but for this to happen, you have to believe in Allah. قُلِ اللَّهُمَّ مَالِكَ الْمُلْكِ تُؤْفِي الْمُلْكَ مَنْ تَشَى وَتَنْزِعُ الْمُلْكَ مِنْ مَنْ تَشَى وَتُعِزُّ مَنْ تَشَى وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ تَشَى بِأَدِكَ الْخَيْرِ إِنَّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ You have to believe in that. So when you go to vote, don't vote on a rotten, crazy, lunatic. Ah, oh, he's going to be okay. It's politics. It's for them. It's not for me. And don't turn a blind eye when injustices take place in different parts of the world. Don't think it's not going to be you. The Prophet of Allah and his companions never did this. When the blessed of Prophet of Allah started his mission, there were genuine people seeking the truth. Exploring the ultimate purpose of life. 
They were sick and tired of the degradation of human condition. Every time they spoke, they were pushed to the margins of society, ostracized as weird, backwards, and fanatical. Happens to us today. You open your mouth about religion, you're called all sorts of names. You are religious, you are an extremist. You're religious, you must be supporting ISIS. So quick in making judgments. In fact, forget about the Western world and Western media doing it. Muslim countries, Muslim rulers are using this to subjugate their own population. Lock up 70,000, 80,000, 90,000, 100,000 Muslims in prison because those prisoners who are in those prisons, not because they've committed a crime, because they've criticized their government. What about power belonging to Allah and him giving it to whom? He wants and taking it away from whom he wants my brothers and sisters you may be wondering why is it that today muslims are so weak and backwards i'll give you why sayyidina ali ibn abi talib was resting at home when a man came and complained he said yeah ali why do we have so much trouble at your time and fitna at your time when during Abu Bakr and umar's time there were no fitna and there were no troubles ali ibn abi talib looked at the man and smiled and responded he said when Umar and Abu Bakr were ruling, they were ruling people like me, and I am ruling people like you. You get the message? We get what we deserve. Those rulers who rule those majority Muslim countries, the people vote for those nutcases every time in every election. Hey people, why are you so deaf, dumb and blind? Why can you not rise? Why can you not stand and be prepared to give up what you believe to be so valuable your life give it away for the sake of Allah you know why to free your people from subjugation and tyranny name me a nation that became free without being prepared to sacrifice their life and their property for freedom of people give me one nation that became free without it Prophet Muhammad gave his own blood his tooth his head skull broke his companions were killed why he wanted to free humanity from subjugation of other human beings and to the worship of Allah alone and to the same belief. They did not just make the words using their lips as lip service. No, they lived it. They lived it every day. My brothers and sisters, I tell you, the blessed Prophet of Allah championed the decent people of society and gave the voiceless people a voice. He empowered the disadvantaged people and marginalized people with a divine revelation, faith in one Allah, clear mission in their life. Allah gave them honor and power. It was not conceivable that these people would even survive. And yet they did. Who would have thought an orphan in Mecca would rise from a noble family, unable to live day to day because of poverty, would then rise and change the entire world. Who would have thought this orphan boy, whose mother died, whose father died, whose grandfather died, whose uncle died, who was a destitute almost, would change the world forever? Who would have thought? But he did. He did. And you and I are his followers. You and I are supposed to be his followers. Let me correct myself. The Prophet ﷺ may have been alone, but Allah gave him honor 
and power. You may be thinking alone, but if you believe in Allah, if you believe in it truly, you will not feel alone. You will feel empowered, emboldened to stand for justice, to stand for excellence, and to stand for compassion. He trained his people around him to develop profound faith that would transform their thinking. They raised and they realized that power and honor comes from Allah. Only thing they need to do is they need to become beneficial and live honorably. A decent, honest and modest life. He took the rough and ready, rough and rugged, uneducated, unsophisticated Bedouin Arabs. He took them and like a rough diamond, he polished it with the polish of Islam, with the light of Allah, and they became the leaders of the world. They became the leaders of the world. The same Arab people today, because they have forgotten the shining inner and outer self that they had, they've forgotten to polish their lives with the lives, with the light of Allah. They are being ruled by despots, abused by despots, and on a regular basis killed and ostracized by their own despotic rulers who are Arabs themselves. The Prophet of Allah was able to transform them, the same people, with Quran and Sunnah. We can do the same again. And you have to believe. And you have to practice it fully. May Allah give us the strength to be able to practice all that we have heard. وآخر الدعوان أن الحمد لله رب العالمين. الحمد لله الذي كفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى. Just to finish off, these people of Arabia, they came out, right? Did they think the path to Allah will be paved with gold and silver and rosebeds? No. They knew that they would have to be prepared to sacrifice. They would have to make sacrifices every day. Because Allah says in the Quran, You think you're going to just say, I believe, and you'll not be tested? Allah says in the Quran, Allah will test you with hunger, with loss, with fear, and all sorts of things. Allah will test you. Do you know why? So that between yourselves, when you're tested, the true and the fake can be determined very quickly. Are you true to Allah or are you fake? Which one are you? It gets easily sifted and sorted by those tests. And the same believers, you and I, like the companions, believe in the same words of Allah. Allah will not burden you. Allah will not test you. Allah will not put any difficulty on you, on you more than the one you can bear. Allahu Akbar, more than the one you can bear. And this is what drove those people to become big people. They dream big. There was no limit for them. Abu Ayyub al-Ansari said to Umar al-Khattab I think, or Abu Bakr when they were sending the companions to open Istanbul. I think it was Umar's time. 
Abu Ayyub al-Ansari was very old. And he said, please send me with those people to go. So the Prophet ﷺ said, the one who goes to open Istanbul is blessed. I want to be part of that army. He was too old. But because of his desire, Umar ibn Khattab sent him. Abu Ayyub al-Ansari, as they arrived in Istanbul's doorstep, they could not conquer Istanbul. They could not open the door. The door was closed. He said, please bury me next to the walls of Istanbul as close as possible. So that when the true message and the foretelling of my beloved Prophet Muhammad becomes true, I will be in Istanbul. My grave will be here. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. That was the conviction of those people. Where is our conviction? One step forward and five steps backwards. I'm asking you and I and all of us, if civilizations are to change, you and I need to be prepared to change first. Many civilizations have come and gone. They were given power, but they were taken power away too. They were given honor, but they were taken honor too. They were given richness, but they were made poor very quickly. Now, brothers and sisters, I can talk about honor and power for hours. But it is enough for you to know that honor and power belongs to who? Allah Azza wa Jal. Who? is the owner of power and honor, Allah. If you believe in it, then get stuck in the work that is needed to be deserving of the recipient and becoming the recipient of honor and power from Allah. You see, Muslims have changed their focus. They run behind power and honor. That's not your job. Your job is to deliver justice, fairness, and excellence, and Allah will give you power and honor. What is your job? To deliver justice, fairness, and excellence. Keep that in mind. Brothers and sisters, New Year has have begun. New Year has begun, 2019. Look back at the year that it just passed. How much justice did you deliver on this earth? How much excellence did you pursue for the last one year? And how much compassion, charitable work, and philanthropy did you practice? If the answer is a problematic one, then it's time to change. It's time to change. Make yourselves relevant, beneficial, productive, conscientious, enlightened, educated, thinking, critical Muslim that is needed Otherwise, you and I might as well forget about it. Why would Allah entrust power and the beauty of his religion on a bunch of sheep? Why? Why would Allah do that? Why would Allah entrust this on coward people, backward people, uneducated people, unenlightened people? Why would Allah do that, my brothers and sisters? Why? Allah will only give honor and power to people who deserve it. And I know we can be a different people if we want. And I'm asking you to really examine yourself and change from within. May Allah give us the strength to be able to change from within. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, Ya Akramul Akramin, enable us so that we can become better people, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us a better people, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, empower us so that we can deliver justice in all parts of the world, Ya Allah. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, enable us empower us so that we can deliver excellence in every section of our society, Ya Allah. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, Ya Akramul Akramin, empower us, enable us, enlighten us so that we can be compassionate to one another, Ya Allah. 
Ya Arhamur Rahimin, Ya Akramul Akramin. Make us a people who are deserving of power and honor, Ya Allah. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, make us a people who are deserving of power and honor, Ya Allah. Ya Arhamur Rahimin, Ya Akramul Akramin. Forgive us our shortcomings, Ya Allah. Forgive us our shortcomings, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, while we sit in this masjid in our comforts, there are brothers and sisters in many parts of China suffering from the Chinese government's repression. Ya Allah, free them from the repressive governments, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, free them, Ya Allah. Free Al-Aqsa from occupation, Ya Allah. Free Syria from the tyrants, Ya Allah. Free Kashmir from occupation, Ya Allah. Free Somalia from troubles, Ya Allah. Free Yemen from the troubles and the wars, Ya Allah. For every part of the world that is in trouble, Ya Allah. Rabbana, taqabbal minna inna kanta samul alim. Wa tuba alayna, ya maulana, inna kanta tawabur rahim. Inna Allah ya'mur billad wa l-ihsan. Wa ita'i dhil qurba. Wa yanha'an al-fahshai wal-munkar wal-waghi. Ya'adhukum la'allakum tadhakkarun. Fadhkuruni adhkurukum. Wa ashkuruli wa la tikfurun. Wallahu ya'lamu ma tasna'un. Aqimi salah.